0: I'm trying to find a Jacob Jeffries song to play you guys, but I don't know what it's called. So the tweet's been sent out. I'm trying to get the information. i was trying to talk about Jacob because he just did a show at Rockwood Music Hall in uh, the lower part of Manhattan. Played some of his tunes, which are always so good. He's so good at banter. He's a really funny guy. He's funnier than me on stage by miles. And um, he got together with some friends afterward, and they played Rubber Soul by of course the beatles and that was badass um so i was trying to like put on this song but i I listened to his whole new ep uh and and i didn't uh and i couldn't i couldn't find it so now i think it's just an older one that i missed but jacob is fantastic but i don't have the song for you maybe by the end of the pod we'll get it maybe we won't uh but for now we got queens of the stone age Quintet podcast. Quintet podcast. I'm watching MLS because I'm in the weird space of an hour where I don't want to watch any football. I don't want to watch any NFL football. Nobody's gonna care uh, about my team this week, and you just don't know anything yet in football. You don't know who's good or bad. The Patriots have lost, but then they like they're still the Patriots, and you know I just don't. I don't. You don't know anything. And uh, for show, my team is bad as hell. You know what we should do? Sign that son of a bitch, Colin Kaepernick. The president called, basically called Colin Kaepernick a son of a bitch. And uh, that just makes it official. He's penetrated everything that he can that was good. Um, in my life, at least. Now he's, he's doing stuff to the NFL. Like The only thing left is for him to like tweet out something terrible about Manchester United, who are whipping ass. My emotions right now. The Colts are terrible. I'm not going to watch it. This is what happens. This is what happens, Larry, when you don't draft an offensive line. Uh, they didn't draft, they didn't do any work. Um, we got a center a couple years ago named Jack M- Jack Muhort. I like that. Um, but I've been, this has been a long time coming for me. When you are an NFL team and you get the best, the best, best, best quarterback, you get an Andrew Luck out of the draft, it is then your responsibility. To know that the quarterback is probably... Oh, that's a distant shot from somebody on... Uh, see, I'm, so, I'm paying attention to you guys. is somebody on RSL. 11? Who's 11? He just took a ripper. But you know what? It wasn't a goal. And it's MLS. Who cares? You don't care about that. We're talking about the Colts. We're talking about you draft Andrew Luck. And you don't then get an offensive line. Like the quarterback, there's no other position... Besides maybe, like, pitcher in baseball, in sports, I think, that is is important as a quarterback. And you get an Andrew, and you don't protect him. That's what the Colts did. We made, like, a couple weak moves. Like, if you have an Andrew, I think you go for the big boys from Ohio State and, like, and like those corn-fed dudes from Alabama and shit. Like, you get the biggest person you can imagine in the first round. And there were just so many. Like, the Colts recently traded away Philip Dorsett, From the University of Miami, who we drafted in the first round, he's an under-six-foot, skinny receiver, T.Y. Hilton type. When we already had T.Y. Hilton, we already had 6'2", I think, Dante Moncrief, we were stacked. We had Kobe Fleener at the time at tight end, we had had Dwayne Allen at tight end. And there was just like, wide receivers are so strange to me, because one can just come out of the blue. From some like, why don't you? If you really want to fill out a wide receiver spot, take a chance on like a MAC kid or something like that. Instead, we wasted a first-round pick that could have been an offensive lineman. Now Andrew Luck is injured, massive shoulder trauma, you know, surgery, no timetable for his return. The papers just write these articles about Andrew Luck, like well, Andrew Luck start against whoever our opponent is next week. Just insert that there. I just keep seeing these things that, like, Chuck Pagano's like, yeah, there's no timetable for Andrew's return. We were on Rudy to Chuck, be- Chuck Pagano voice. And, like, uh, and then inevitably somebody's like, is Andrew Luck going to start next week? And I'm like, no. Like, the doctor who examined Andrew Luck's shoulder said it looked like he was in, like, a high-speed, like, head-on collision in a, in a car. Um, and football did that to him. Football's crazy, man. I don't even know if I want to be. It's not that my team sucks, too. I just... This whole CTE thing in the NFL. Um, and, just, and just like... I don't know. NFL owners donated $7 million to the Trump campaign. I was like... Ugh. A lot of it was probably Robert Kraft. Because the Patriots are evil. Um, but it's turning guys into scramble brain psychopaths. It's abusing college kids. I don't know. Football's very imperfect. It needs to be de-weaponized. You can't... Just the helmet. Like dudes will always be scrambling their brains and uh as long as as long as like they're allowed to weaponize the helmet uh and that's inevitably going to happen in a sport where you just give it to them so i don't know i think we got to go back to the old school thing in the nfl where you just wear the uh where you wear the the little leather helmet where if you bonk heads uh you're going to get hurt i bet people will y- will not be as screwed up uh if you take away the helmet and that'd be a crazy thing so many people probably hate me right now for even suggesting that um, the other part of my emotions is Manchester United is um, tearing up. They're not tearing up like everybody tears up. Like, right, like Manchester City is clearly number one. Uh, they just they're really into scoring like five and six goals, and we're really into scoring like four goals, but occasionally two and then one. Like City is a big deal, um, but United smoked them in Houston in the preseason. It's preseason; it doesn't matter. But uh, we we kind of ran around them, but. City looks crazy. Um it's gonna be a battle of the Manchester's though, in the Premier League. Um I hope you like the Queens of the Stone Age album. That the this album is so I've I've been really anticipating that. This just I, I who's the guy? Josh Hom? For Queens of the Stone Age? Um I've enjoyed a lot of stuff that he does. I like Caius, the old band like that that band sounds like just like you're like rage stoned or something. Caius is a little bit intense, but, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, this new one kind of like reminds, it's so theatrical in some ways. And, uh, and the narrative is so clear and dark and they have that unique sound where like the guitars are just, just awful sounding, but, 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 but it works. It, it creates this, this jagged edge to their sound, um, which is also kind of like cabaretish and weird. They're just truly unique to me. I, I, I love that band in this new one. Uh, uh, is amazing. The other one is the evil has landed is the super long one. Um on there. So uh yeah, Queens of Stone Age. What do I play next though? Do I have Jacob Jeffries? He's sleeping. He isn't texted me back. Um I guess NFL's on. This is just so weird that NFL is on and I don't uh I mean you're probably gonna be able to go on Twitter and see the real stuff. I just wanna see how many guys take a knee today. Um is basically, I mean, if, you know, you all probably know but like, Donald Trump uh, said if somebody takes a knee there in the national anthem and disrespects a flag, you should uh, get that son of a bitch off the field, you should fire NFL players, and uh, for me, it's not so much about, like, your your status on the racial ideal, but I'm just like, I think anybody can agree that, like, a, a president who suggests that you... You don't have the right to do the things the Constitution has always given you the right to do. Expression, speech. um, Anybody has the right to do whatever they want to do. Is basically the rule, right? And just any president who suggests that, like, you should be limited in that regard. um, That's not cool, dude. And I just, I'm, I'm interested. It's like I don't want everybody to kneel. But if everybody did, you know like if some white dudes kneeled that would be cool man just for once just anything to show that there's a little bit of togetherness somewhere um and you know what if it was in the nfl that might be good for them right now because uh not a lot of news is good the ratings are down the ratings are down i don't know it's hard it's hard to support something like the nfl now when so many guys are going broke and 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 going crazy um who have played that game that we all love so much uh what else i got for you I just played a rip roaring one. I'm gonna take it the other direction. I've I've been obsessed. Speaking, you know, I was talking about the draft. We'll we'll do this song about a rookie. Uh, I think this song perfectly embodies uh, what it's like to be a to, to to be a person trying to climb in to the entertainment business. This song is called "Rookie Dreaming." It's by this girl who is lovely, named Courtney Marie Andrews, and she is on tour with joe pug right now who if you're a music person he does a podcast he writes beautiful music number one but he also does a podcast called the working songwriter where he interviews uh some fantastic personalities mostly in the indie folk game um like he is and uh so she is on tour with joe pug right now i gotta figure out where they're playing um not like i can see him. my band is about to go on the road for 10 days that'll be fun um yes they're touring together and this song this song is uh this song is it and it doesn't sound anything like Queens of the Stone Age we're getting sentimental we're getting sentimental sentimental Sunday uh this is Rookie Dreaming Courtney Marie Andrews
1: I was singing with the choir on train a traveling man I did not yet have a name I was a 1960s movie I was a one night love story I was a you will never see me again 1960s movie I am a Written story I am When will I See you again Now
0: I really want to play Jacob But he's still not back to me He doesn't like me that much I want to have Jacob on the thing Because he is a really entertaining dude It would be pretty easy to make a good podcast With a guy like Jacob Jeffries And he's a Lions fan I want to talk how much money they're paying Matthew Stafford and what for. I want to talk about Megatron in general and his legacy. And I want to talk about Jim Caldwell contract extension. It's really weird to me that the uh, Detroit Lions just signed Jim Caldwell to a multi-year coaching extension. The same man who uh, did not succeed when he was coaching my Indianapolis Colts very much at all. I didn't think he had a brain in his head. And Detroit actually doesn't suck. But you know what? I think they're better organized i think they draft better i think they think about the system they want to play it's something the colts don't do so maybe jim uh was more like a i don't know he's kind of a silent killer they're not bad they're probably gonna beat the colts ass this year i'd love to have jake on but uh if he didn't get back to me on this song i have to play something else um i don't know when it happened that my dad just became cooler than me He's climbing up on 60 years old. And last night, he's like texting me. It started out, he sent me, let me pull this up. He starts sending me and my sister uh, pictures because he's at some music festival. I forget where he said it was. I'll figure that out in a minute. But he just sent me, um, because my dad goes out to see like way more music than I do. Like I can't afford it in New York. It's ridiculous uh, to go see somebody legit. Where is it? Okay, so he sends me this picture of dudes literally dressed like pirates, and it says Tom Mason and the Blue Buccaneers. That's all it says. It, like, didn't say where he was or anything like that. And so, like, I was doing stuff. I was moving a dog across the... Where is it? To the Pilgrim... Okay, damn, Mike. To the Pilgrimage Festival in Franklin, Tennessee. That's where he was. So, uh, he sends me the Blue Buccaneers who inevitably, no matter what happens in the rest of this podcast, that band haven't even listened to him yet. They're leading us out. The pirate music because they were dressed like pirates and i was just kind of like okay uh band dressed like pirates i don't know what dad's doing today because i forgot that he told me about the the festival and i was busy um so like throughout the day he's kind of sending me stuff and he's like you're not responding what are you doing and so i like respond to him and then later that night he's like uh yeah i'm watching justin timberlake And he's like, I'm watching Dustin, Justin Timberlake and, uh, the trumpet player stopped playing, but the trumpet kept blowing through the speakers. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I was like, oh, so like my dad basically thinks they're using playback. They're using backing tracks and having the horn players just fake play, which is a thing that happens. Um, but the really funny thing he did was when he, he, like, I've, I've always understood that the industry term people use for that is playback or backtrack. And my dad said next, like, yeah, it's just kind of weird. You go to a concert anymore, and you don't know if they're really playing or if it's Memorex. And I thought that was really funny that my dad calls it Memorex, which is just a brand of blank CD. I just thought it was funny to, like, imagine, like, Justin Timberlake's sound guy, like, literally putting in a CD, like, in 2017, uh, you know. And, like, they're having a conversation, like, what do you think? Justin Lay wants or not? And he's like, nah, man, nah, man, just Memorex it. And he's like, Memorex it, yeah. They, they probably don't call it Memorex. Um, but my dad calls him Memorex. So um, I'm like, oh, that's tight. He's seeing Justin Timberlake. Like, I, I think if you're uh, a person who denies the talents of Justin Timberlake, uh, you just really need to loosen up because that man is a legend. He is just a uh, freaking entertainer all day, dude. I think he's a funny dude. Good musician. Always good Produce records. I think Justin's cool, man. He's taking a couple risks. Sexy back. Weird song. Worked out. Risky guy. Risk taker. And he's from Tennessee. So dad's in Tennessee watching Justin Timberlake um, at this festival. And I'm like, God, I've never seen Justin Timberlake. My dad's just randomly seeing Justin Timberlake. And then like a half hour later, he's like, oh, and Chris Stapleton just came out on stage with his wife and sang with Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. So they did Fire Away, and they probably did the CMA Mashup of uh, Tennessee whiskey and whatever Justin song that's I like Jack, I like gin, I like whatever that song is they did that and that was epic Um, I was like damn that's the coolest thing ever and like I remember like I really had this thought that was like dad sees so many cool things and I'm supposed to be in the music industry I don't go to anything cool and dad's cooler than me and then this morning when I woke up first thing Google News was like Chris Stapleton joins Justin Timberlake at festival and I was like oh my god Like, like a thing my dad saw was push notified, and it was a badass thing. He's cooler than me. I was talking about Joe Pug earlier, and I really want you know. Speaking of my dad, this is a song that he showed me, and it took me forever to listen to it. And then I was like, "Oh damn!" And uh, it's got some good, strong ass lyrics. If you don't like this song, you don't care about words. Um, I think my favorite line is this: is is uh. Come to test the timber of my heart. You ever have, like, musical memories where you remember being somewhere or doing something when you were listening to a certain song? I always think about the fact that my dad recommended me this to me. And then when I was in California a couple months ago with my girlfriend, uh, we drove down Highway 1 uh, from San Francisco to Sonoma or, so, or where did we drive? Some, We drove Sonoma... To San Francisco and we took highway one and went all along the coast on those like crazy windy roads I was like that's gonna be beautiful I was like freaking out driving that road I was like I'm gonna crash this freaking rental car um but when we were doing that it had the bluetooth speaker hookup thingy which is a thing I don't have so I still think it's really cool it's apparently very common now but I get really excited when cars have that um and Joe Pug, Him 101, came, came on when we were driving Highway 1 and we were looking at like the ocean on this weird coastline and all this beautiful crap and all these Californians like, oh, it's a highway and stuff. And it was a really nice memory and it was a beautiful day and there were all these hawks flying in the sky and this song played. So it makes me think of Highway 1. It's Him 101 by Joe Pug, who's on tour right now with the woman you heard earlier, Courtney Marie Andrews.
2: And I've come to know the wish list of my father I've come to know the shipwrecks where he wished I've come to wish aloud among the overdressed crowd Come to witness now the sinking of the ship Throwing pennies from the sea top next to it And I've come to roam the forest past the village With a dozen lazy horses in my cart I've come here to get high, to do more than just get by I've come to test the timber of my heart Oh, I've come to test the timber of my heart And I've come to be untroubled in my seeking. And I've come to see that nothing is for naught I've come to reach out blind, to reach forward and behind For the more I seek, the more I'm sought Yeah, the more I seek, the more I'm sought And I've come to meet the sheriff and his posse to offer him the broadside of my jaw. I've come here to get broke, and then maybe bum a smoke. We'll go drinking two towns over after all. Oh, we'll go drinking two towns over after all. And I've come to meet the legendary takers. I've only come to ask them for a lot Oh, they say I come with less Than I should rightfully possess I say the more I buy The more I'm bought And the more I'm bought The less I cost And I've come To take their servants And their surplus And I've come And their speed I've come to get my fill To ransack and spill I've come to take the harvest For the seed I've come to take the harvest For the seed I've come to know the manger that you sleep in I've come to be the stranger that you keep I've come from down the road And my footsteps never slowed Before we met I knew we'd meet Before we met I knew we'd meet And I've come here to ignore your cries and heartaches I've come to closely listen to you sing I've come here to insist that I leave here with a kiss I've come to say exactly what I mean And I mean so many things And you've come To know me stubborn as a butcher And you've come To know me thankless as a guest Recognize my face when God's awful grace Strips me of my jacket and my vest And reveals all the treasure in my chest
0: Colts vs. Browns, end of the first quarter 0-0 zero to zero. We, we have two teams with a combined 0 wins and 4 losses How, What do you make of this? Jacoby Brissett who is our sit-in quarterback. Three of three. Strong. 27 yards. Okay. Passer rating after three three passes completed. One on 4.2. Jacoby. Jack Doyle, one reception for 11 yards. But then you go down, and the Colts have no first downs. Somehow 17 passing yards. Negative three rushing yards. over for one on third down. Like, been sacked once, I guess. Two penalties. Yep. So we haven't advanced the ball at all. Delayed. Game delayed. I hope everybody's okay. I hope something weird didn't happen. Oh no! Now they're kicking it. Oh man. Anyway, look, I'm on the I'm on the road with the Long Shadows. Um, tomorrow night we're going to Hamden, Connecticut, to a venue called the Outer Space. And for the next two days, we're doing open mic features. Okay. So at the Open Space, they're doing an open mic. I think we're playing around eight o'clock or nine o'clock. We're gonna play for 40 minutes. We're gonna whip ass. You should come out and see us. Hampton, Connecticut, the outer space. The day, 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 the day after that, we're in East Hampton, Massachusetts, at the Luthiers Co-op. I thought it was Coop for a couple weeks. My bass player Muzzy told me that wasn't the case. It's the Co-op, Luthiers Cooperative. If you don't know, a luthier is a dude who makes guitars. So I'm imagining we're gonna walk into a place that smells like like wood and maple syrup. And glue, and um, there's going to be a bunch of old bearded men with like half moon glasses on. And, and they're going to all have like, you know, like work belts and stuff with like carpentry tools and stuff. And that's going to be the only people who hang out there are like guitar makers. And uh, they're going to listen the way I play. And they're going to just like silently shake their heads. And um, all of my pop culture references and all of our songs are going to go over their heads. And that's going to be the worst. So we're playing there from seven to eight. None of that stuff's really going to happen. It's probably going to be a good crowd. It seemed like a good venue. Their website looked nice. So we booked there. Hampton, Connecticut, 8 o'clock tomorrow, Monday, September 25th, East Hampton, Massachusetts, September 26th. We've got a bunch more dates and I'll try to get in. Maybe I'll freaking do one of these with with the fellas uh, while we're on the road and stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. And I also just got back from Washington, D.C. I was working on my musical Skin and Bones which is about a bunch of people who go west for the gold rush. Instead of finding gold, they find dinosaur bones. Real time, called the Bone Wars. Um, And and we got a lot of freaking work done on that thing. There's a point when you're working on a musical where you look at the whole thing and you look at the number of songs and you think about all the things you've cut and all the things you've changed and all the things that have come out of nowhere to become part of the show and and when the story takes shape. And I was kind of like, you know what, this is a play. This is a play now. People could take this and they could produce it. Um, if they wanted to, it can it can now happen, and I would feel fine about it. And of course, it can get better, but uh, me and my writing partner, who is a uh, a brilliant uh, shining light, he is a, he is a great dude. Uh, Andrew Kramer went to school with me. We've been working on this beast for like probably going on three years now, I guess, and uh, I'm real proud of it. A lot of good tunes, man. A lot of good tunes. Been cranking it up recently. I've been trying to learn a recording program called uh, Logic. Where you can use uh software and you can use what's called a midi keyboard like a musical keyboard that talks to the computer and the computer knows what notes it's playing and can like record whole bunch of musical data um so like i can i can like make fake drums that sound real and make fake instruments that sound real and stuff and uh and uh can make all my my douchey theater demos uh sound a lot better than just being guitar and my voice especially in this show where uh I gotta get some ladies in here to sing this thing because it's mostly women singing, and guess what? I'm not. I'm not a lady. And uh, so I've been singing all these things in my key, and it's time to start playing them in the keys they're gonna be in when we do it in the show. Um, which I've already got figured out, man. So I've been doing some work, y'all. I feel good. Going all over the place. Doing crazy things. My EP for my band's gonna be out here in a couple of days. We'll probably do that. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna do a podcast with the band when we release the EP and um and we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about being on the road and these last two shows like whether they suck or whether they're amazing we're going to talk about them cuz we're going to open mics two straight nights and I'll tell you what man that's a very specified circle of hell uh the open mic something all of us have to do and you see things in the open mic that you never forget anything can happen cuz you have music open mics but then you have places that do the uh, the like open open mic they're like the the most liberal open mic ever like you can do anything you want to do you can kneel you can stand you can sing the anthem you can be silent no i'm kidding um but like you know you get some dude who's like hey my name is monique and i'm going to juggle for 20 minutes and that's that open mic and you're like remember that one open mic we went to where the guy just juggled for like 20 minutes you know what i mean then i'll give you 20 minutes in any open mic i don't know why i'm saying that but um There's there's some people, because you always get people who do, the guy who comes, because there's like comedy open mics, but there's something about a comedian who comes to like a, and anything goes open mic, that dude's not going to be funny at all. That dude's actually going to be sad. And, um, so like, I'm wondering what kind of open mics these are going to be. The best open mic I think is one where people care and respect each other. And every once in a while, you get somebody who can really freaking let it out. Dude, it's cool seeing people who are really good at open mics. But uh, but it's a diamond in the rough. Oh, we got another touchdown. Oh, my God. My, my guy from the Saints caught a touchdown. Guys, we might. Let me read off my fantasy lineup to you before we get out of here. I meant to do this. Um, You know what my fantasy name is? Six strings. I'm in a league with my dad. We've been doing it for years. Here's who I got today. All right, as we, as we get into the heart of the 1 o'clock games here on a Sunday. Later today, I've got Phillip Rivers against Kansas City at quarterback. Wide receivers, i got Dominique Hopkins, who's in the first quarter of a game against New England. I do not have high hopes. Uh, I have this dude uh, for New Orleans, Michael Thomas, who just got a touchdown. He's already caught five balls for 50 yards and a TD. He's got 9.5. I believe that's the highest total of a non-quarterback I've had this year. I am 0-2, and I've gotten run out run out so far after Michael Thomas I have Terrell Pryor senior who freaks me out that he's on my team I drafted him somehow I was like how did this happen Terrell Pryor is a quarterback from like Ohio State Terrell Pryor college college major college record no Ohio State I knew it was Ohio State so anyway Terrell Pryor is apparently my wide receiver He's pulling an Antoine Rendellell. He's pulling a, uh, a Robinson III. Same deal. Everybody just... Denard Robinson. That's that guy's name from Michigan converted. I guess Big Ten quarterbacks do that a lot, don't they? Convert to wide receiver. Fast uh, Big Ten quarterbacks. So I got Michael Thomas, trail senior. Uh, and Dominic Hopkins. Michael's the only one who's got points right now. He's one of two playing. So that means Dominic Hopkins has not scored me anything right now, which has got to change. Le'Veon Bell. Has done nothing. I thought the dude was incredible. Running back, he's, it's not happening. I have Christian McCaffrey starting. I never start rookies, dude. That's not a thing I do. Not until at least halfway through the season. Like, I drafted Andrew Luck as a rookie because I had false hope. But, dude, it worked out. The guy gets yards. Even when he threw a couple of picks, he'd score like 20 points. And I'd be like, you're cool, man. Um, and then I got this dude, Benjamin Watson, who caught the only touchdown Jacksonville Excuse me. Baltimore scored. They lost forty four to seven in foggy London town and he caught a garbage time touchdown to get me seven point two points. I picked him up this week. Nobody knew who he was. And I'm a genius for that. Jordan Reed's on the bench. Jordan Howard's on the bench. And of course has scored a touchdown even though he had shoulder pain. So that screws me up. Started Christian McCaffrey. Jordan Howard scores a touchdown. You know what? You're a Hoosier. I could never be mad at you. And then I got that dude Goliday for Detroit. 0.85. And I got Mariota on the bench. I got Randall Cobb on the bench because he's hurt. Justin Tucker got me one point. Uh, and I got New England defense. He's allowed three points. Gotten a sack. Anyway, you guys don't care about that. I'm going to fucking lose. I'm going to lose again. I used to be good. I just... I'm done with the thing. My dad's league doesn't let you pick players one by one. He, he just... It like... You set who you'd want in a priority. And then it just goes. And the computer does it automatically. And it's, like, I'm, like, I need to, like, let my dad's friends know because, like, nobody does that anymore. And that's the reason my team sucks. And we don't – and I'm, like, if you're going to do that, you at least got to do, like, keepers. Like, where at the end of every season, you pick two dudes you keep for next year. That would be strong as hell. But we don't do that. It's just, like, a random thing. And I'm, like, how do I arrange these players in a ranking system, like, where I can predict who's going to get who? Like, it makes – I don't know. It makes me aggravated. I had a bad draft. I don't like losing. I don't like losing in fantasy football. I'm very good at that. I'm a smart man. And you know what? Um, I may not be a smart man, but I know what fantasy football is, Jenny. And you know what? We're going um, to take it out here. We're going to take it out. We're going to take you out. It's time to get on with my Sunday. i got a little bit of work to do. i got to figure out what I'm going to bring on this tour thing. i got to figure out what I'm going to pack. I want to document things if I can. Um, so it's time. This is Tom Mason and the Blue Buccaneers. They probably sound like a pirate band. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I just want to use them because my dad sent me that, and this is a pirate band. This is men who get paid to dress up as pirates and play music. I hope it's ridiculous and or good or ridiculously good, or goodly ridiculous. I hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Quintet Podcast. Come see Ben Clark in the Long Shadows in Hampton, Connecticut at the Outer Space and in East Hampton, Massachusetts in, uh, in, uh, 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 uh the Luthiers Co-op. Come do it.
3: Hey! If ye be.